Attention to cool punkers, human cluckers, lay message boarders, and washed up crusters. It's me, 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 Reverend Knob, and I'm here to proclaim that the sucker back and better than ever. And yes, they're gonna drink your beer and kick your ass. And no, there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. No, no, no. What's up, guys? Dummy Room, punk rock podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I am Nate, and returning to the Dummy Room for what will be episode 187 is Bo Basement. What's up, dude? What's going on, dude? Trying to make that a little bit more dramatic than maybe it should be, but... <laughs> nah, I don't I don't think anybody listening will care. Yeah? How you, been, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Busy. I was... Uh, yeah, yeah, dude. I, I was actually thinking last night, what am I going to talk to you about? And uh, started going through my head, and I'm like, this motherfucker is busy. He's a busy guy, man. I mean, you got, uh, you know, you're doing Mom's Basement Fest, of course. You're organizing it. You got the uh, the Johnny Tarion split coming up. Brad Marino, Greendales, Bad Secret. You're playing with the Suck. Unbelievable, dude. Yeah, it's been pretty wild. The <laughs> Mom's Basement Fest is de- definitely taking most of that time. <laughs> so, Well, that's kind of why, you know... I, I, I wanted to have you on just to talk about that a little bit, help promote, you know. And uh, I guess I was talking to Ox Accelerator last week, and we were talking about fests, and I said I couldn't do a fest like that because I I wouldn't want to do all the work during the show. That'd be, I mean, I wouldn't mind being involved beforehand, but when it comes to the show day, man, I just want to have fun. So I couldn't do it. Yeah, the the show day hasn't been the problem. It, it's everything leading up to it because it, yeah, yeah. I think as long as the work's done ahead of time. But yeah, I I went to the first one in uh, in Fort Wayne last year, and I can remember talking to John, Mom, and Pat Termite, and I opened my big mouth and I was like, I can do this. I go, <laughs> I got a venue, and then I didn't think anything of it. And a week later, John, Mom hit me up and he's like, When do you want to do it in the summer? I go, If you really want to do this, we need like a year to get ready. <laughs> Like John was ready to go for June. I was like, nah, man. I go, do it the same weekend and give me a year. Like, yeah. Yeah. John uh John doesn't think I don't think all the time. No, I, I that's why I like dealing with him too. He's got his head in the clouds and you know, the work that goes into it. I think it's different putting a record out, and I'm sure you're aware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But wrangling all these bands and everybody's been awesome. I mean and I mean, you've been awesome too. Like ever since he announced, you've been pumping it up, which is huge kudos to you because you didn't have to do that. So I mean, we're definitely trying to get the word out, and you're helping with that. So we appreciate yeah, yeah. it. I support John, of course. I support the label. I support the fast. I support you know the bands playing it. So I think it's cool, man. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Youngstown's kind of a <laughs> out of the way spot, but it's kind of in the middle where all the bands are at. And it only made sense when we started thinking of venues only because I'm here. And that, that way I can just whip down to the club. And uh, the owners, Nate and Jamie at Westside Bowl, they've just been awesome. I mean, they've pretty much given me carte blanche and they're just, you know, 
just housing us for the day, I think is going to be wild. There's so many bands on the bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Is this a, let me ask you, is this a fest that would have done really good in Youngstown like 10 years ago or so? Um, was Youngstown not. ever a hotbed for pop punk? I mean, Jack, you know, uh, Johnny Three, of course, Rad, of course, but um, yeah, I mean, probably not. <laughs> if I'm being honest, but <laughs> yeah, the the venue's incredible. I mean, it's just it's monstrous. Um, it's all encompassing. That was my you know gripe about Fort Wayne. It's like there's no food. You know, it's just um, if you don't drink, it's like well, what do you do? You know. So this yeah. way with an all ages venue too, you can, you know, if the people have kids nowadays, like you bring the kids. I mean, other than some curse words on stage, I don't think, <laughs> I mean, all these bands are all that wild, but yeah, I don't, I don't know who the, who's the wildest band playing. Probably the Jason's, right? Uh, yeah, maybe, suck, maybe V's banter, but <laughs> uh, the sucks lyrics are a little off the deep end sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, I want I want to get back to that a little bit, but I got some breaking news. I'm gonna shock the people with this one. You ready? Yes, sir. Believe it or not, dude, Interpunk came through, sent me the shit I ordered. Jesus Christ! Did did you end up getting that bracelet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ended up getting a. I got a Mangy's button and a Boris the Sprinkler keychain. Okay, dude, it actually shipped. Uh, well, I got a. I got a. I got a shipping notification. No tracking, of course. Two days after I placed the order, and you actually received the stuff. About four weeks after that, it okay. showed up, dude. I got a package, and I'm like, I wonder what you know. My wife orders all kinds of stuff. So I didn't even think about it. I grabbed it and then I looked and I happened to see Interpunk and I'm like, what the fuck? No way. Yeah, I tried to read through the comments on the thread that you posted in the dummy room group and yeah, it was just like, this is never gonna happen. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm 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 not gonna lie, I'm slightly disappointed that I got it. You know? Well, I think it's because it's a keychain and a button. I mean they probably made them. They did make them, and actually Paul Paul number one from Boris the Sprinkler messaged me. And he said he's going to be pissed if he gets the keychain because he actually ordered one too, and he never got his. He didn't get his. <laughs> so, the guy in Boris didn't get his Boris keychain. Yeah, they made him. So I'm actually going to send him this keychain so he has it. And the okay. Mangy's button is going to uh, Vincent in uh, Quebec. Okay. So he orders shit. So next time he orders, I'll drop it in. Order that Cletus record, dude, and I'll drop it in the. Oh box yeah, that <laughs> that's going to be the that's the get of the year. That Cletus record. When you, ah, God, I love that record. Dude, I love that record too, but man, it's such a relief that it's finally done because that, I haven't talked too much about it on the show, but um, that started in January of 21. So about 19, 20 months it it took, it took that long. Yeah, I mean, we definitely had time for the suck to get ready for this fest coming up, but it's like, (laughs) because we've got the split with Terry and, that will be at the fest, and I think it's dropping October first. Jordan's got pre-orders on the September twentieth, cool. and then we also did a cassette with uh, memorable but not honorable. And John Mom's doing a CD. It's called All the Suckin' More Volume One. <laughs> it's the incomplete discography. It's uh, Incognito and Boris. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that'll be there, and then. Sucks doing a self-release seven-inch, but with vinyl, 
we thought it would be here, but it's not. So that I, sucks. That, that you waited 19 months. I mean, that's, <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, well, part of the problem was, you know, it wasn't just the vinyl. The vinyl took uh, over a year. But um, the the labels, so the labels, the center labels on the record, the guy who did them, he knocked it out of the park. But when I submitted them, the the pressing plant basically said they might look funny because there's a it's like a halftone pattern, and they thought they wouldn't turn out. Yeah. So I, I kind of waited to do the cover and stuff until I got the records. I, so see. I figured we just knocked the covers out, and the center labels turned out fine. So, but then we uh, the guy who did the center labels wasn't involved with the jackets. So somebody else was Rocky Rochelle actually did the did the did the artwork for the jackets. Basically, oh, nice. we had to recreate all that artwork that uh, Shepard Ferry did, you know, twenty years ago. That's so, yeah. and uh, he killed it. It took him a little bit, you know, because he's that's not his job, you know. So I had patience with him, and uh, dude came through, and it, they the records turned out great. Jackets look awesome, and uh, and and plus they fucked up the first run of the jackets, so I got five hundred jackets that have. Uh, some weird ink blotch on them, which really isn't a big deal, but they, they offered to replace them, so only took an extra, what, five weeks? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, dude, it's, it's, it's weeks. It's never days. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been kind of a mess, but uh, it's out, dude, and I'm excited. I'm excited to they start shipping pretty soon here. So That's awesome. Yeah, that record's a diamond in the rough from that era for sure. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Hey, I got to know about the Johnny Tarion split, man. How'd this happen? Uh, Jordan from Faster and Louder reached out to us, and the suck is notorious for just saying no with everything. And for whatever reason, <laughs> we were already recording uh, what was going to be a new EP. And we were like, well, you know, two more songs is not going to make or break anything. And I like Jordan. I've met him a bunch when I've been up in Canada. And, you know, it's Tarion. You know, we love him. So Great band, man. Yeah. Fucking great band. They're from London, right? Yeah, and yeah, we Craig and I met them years and years ago when the Lebowski's toured up there, and yeah, I mean they they're as close to head as any band I've ever heard. So, I mean, it was two bands doing a split, both trying to sound like Head, but yet we're covering a song from each of our bands. It's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty bizarre, dude. I fucking love it. I, I actually Jordan sent me all of it today, and yeah. uh, I. I I shouldn't say maybe it was yesterday, whatever day it was, but um, dude, it's it's a great split. Yeah, I'm hoping people dig it. I think, like I said, it goes up for pre-order on September 20th. I'm sure he'll do U.S. distro, European distro. I'm sure he's got that taken care of. But yeah, and then I guess it's going to release the same day as Mom's Basement Fest, so we'll have copies available there. And then, yeah, I'm sure John Mom will be distroing that for Jordan because I know he did the first couple records he put out. Yeah, it Can, should be uh, cool. I gotta play something from it. Okay. I wanna play one from each band. Do you care? Nah, do it. Alright, what what do you want? Cult of Fonz from the Suck? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it.
dude, just the song title alone. When I saw the song title, I'm like, fucking A, I'm gonna like this song. Yeah, that's the suck sense of humor. Our, <laughs> we disabled our band message thread because I got fired up about the fest and I left the <laughs> the band group thread. But uh, yeah, that's Johnny Problem, and then he loves Fonz. Yeah, yeah. Johnny Alien just was like, here's this song. I was like, okay, good deal. <laughs> Dude, it's a great one, man. I heard it. You sent that one to me early, actually, and I'm like, Jesus. This band is fucking incredible sometimes. Yeah. Not just sometimes, but you guys don't do very much. But when you do it, it's like you do it right, you know? Yeah, clever, stupid. There's a fine line. Don't call me stupid. Very fine line. Dude, I, I fucking love it. And uh, let's let's do another one. Let's do a Johnny Tarion one, but let's do it a little bit later. Sounds good. We'll end the show. Maybe not end it. That sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> Buried in the back page, right? I'm sure Joe and those boys, they'll, they'll, they'll listen to the whole episode and wait it out. Hopefully. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to say. Sometimes I, I, most of the time I get through the whole thing. I just started the one you dropped with Ruben. Yeah, that was a tough audio. Tough audio for him, you know? Um, he was in his basement. Just sort of sounded like crap, but uh, looked cool. Yeah. All right, dude. Uh, you've also been doing, uh, let's talk about the Greendales, man. Yeah, that little internet <laughs> fiasco we had to deal with. Just off cool with man. It. Yeah, I don't, I mean, perception is reality. I mean, I totally get what he was saying for the most part, but like, I, for the last year, I just post in Ghost. I don't see anything unless it's a band I associate with or like a record label. So I, I don't see anything. I was at a wedding and got a bunch of DMs everybody's like you're getting lit up i'm like okay <laughs> so i start poking around a little bit and then i mean i get it i mean nobody knew what was going on we just threw the teaser out there but then i kind of started digging in the next day and looking at the people who were screaming like this isn't punk rock and i can't believe this and i'm like okay well let's see what you're about and then i start looking at their photos and i'm like oh it's a bunch of like middle age you know 40-somethings <laughs> wearing dad cargo shorts and flip-flops. I'm like, you're going you're gonna to talk about punk rock? Like, okay. <laughs> so I just kind of let that slide. And I wasn't even going to comment on the post. And But Brody was getting a little worried because he's such a sweet dude. And they worship Dan Vapid. Like, And I was like, man, I got to say something. So I said something, and I guess they, Dan and John Mom sort of hashed it out i don't know i mean and then the post was deleted so i just didn't think anything of it i mean i thought the whole thing was kind of it's like what are we doing i mean the internet's <laughs> yeah. the internet and i think we did a good job i sent it to you what do you think i dig it man i think it's great yeah i mean we covered one of our favorite records i mean yeah, yeah. it's all in the up and up john mom and alien paid for the mechanical rights it's not going digital no cd no tape just the vinyl, so, but hey, at the end of the day, that was uh, some serious promo. <laughs> it worked, know? dude. I, I, think it's, I think it's interesting that, you know, Screeching Weasel had covered the first Ramones record, and what, what was that, like 15 years after the fact? And you guys covered the first Riverdale's record 27 years after the fact. So it's, I think some people, maybe it's, they think it's too soon or something, but it's like, it's it's not too soon. It's almost 30 fucking yeah, I mean, years I old, man. I bought that record when I was 15, so it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I uh, graduated high school the year that came out. That's crazy. So, yeah, I was a freshman. Yeah, Crazy, man. But no, you guys, 
You guys killed it, dude. Yeah, and I, th- I, I think everybody, when they hear it, will be like, we did it just enough kind of how we would. We knew we were going to get crucified either way. I just didn't think it was going to be when we dropped a <laughs> teaser. Yeah, 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 they haven't even heard it yet. I mean, nobody sings like Dan. And, you know, Alien did all the bass and all the vapid songs. And it's like, I love Johnny Alien's voice. He's one of my favorite singers. I grew up, you know, worshiping his band, Aliens and Strangers, because Alien's significantly older than me. And now I play in a band with him. And it, we talked about it leading up to it, like, oh, man, <laughs> like we might be uh, biting off a little more than we can chew, but I think we did a good job. It's great, dude. But then we we dropped the promo, and it's and everybody's like, who are these three assholes trying to cover this record? <laughs> I'm like, dude, what about the guy with all the tattoos sitting behind the drum kit? Like, Yeah, you stick I, out I a little I, bit. John Mom calls my look unique, so... And everybody's like, oh, I've never seen these guys before. I was like, okay, dad shorts, flip-flops, okay. Like, I guess you haven't. <laughs> because you would remember. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. But yeah, so I hope people dig it and they buy it when it comes out. Because once the vinyl sells out, uh, it's that's it. It's gone. Well, I'll make sure I get a copy. <laughs> <laughs> so I've already heard it, dude. It's, it's, it's fucking great, man. I think it's cool. It's a unique idea. Not... It's unique. You know, the Greendale's angle. Of course, you're going to mock the cover up. I mean, that's well, everybody was perfect. bitching about the name, too. It's like, that's the rival town, Baxter High. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we tried to do something to kind of keep it in the same vein. But yeah, Internet's going to Internet. So whatever. Yeah. I didn't actually know that. I'm not an Archie's fucking nerd. So I didn't I didn't know the the rival school. I think John yeah. told me. Yeah, yeah. I guess John Mom. I don't know. I'm sure still, you know, there's people out there that aren't happy about it, but they're not happy about anything. So, I talked to John last night, dude. He was uh, he was pitching Game of Thrones pretty hard to me. <laughs> I've never seen that show. Never. I don't know anything about it. I just know it's about castles, and apparently there's a lot of nudity. Yeah, kind of bad so. secret adjacent. Nah, the the show's <laughs> fantastic, but the Is books it? are okay. terrible. Yeah. So I didn't know there were books. I'll never read the books. I might watch the show now that you, you know. Now he was he was really pushing that on me last night, and I'm like, someday, dude, maybe I'll get into it. I don't know. Well, it's not going anywhere, so whenever you're ready. Yeah, dude, dude, I'm watching I'm watching Better Call Saul for like the third time the series, man. Yeah, I think Craig just finished it. He's been amping it up. Uh, I haven't seen Breaking Bad or that show, so Better Call Saul is the best show ever, man. Love it. I don't know. I'll <laughs> I'll stick with the Wire. I've never seen that show, dude. Oh, that went under the radar when it was out. I think it's the best show that anybody's ever done. But the only reason I know of that show is because of uh, what's that? Uh, there's a fuck. What's the name of that movie? There's a movie, uh, Brown Star Insurance. Okay. I don't uh-huh. know the name of the movie, but there's a the guy. There's a there's a dude in the movie that keeps talking about. He wants to. He wants to be a guy on the wire. Okay, I think everybody does <laughs> that's seen that show. <laughs> so I'll have to check that out, dude. But uh, how about uh, can we talk about Brad Marino? I think yeah, we can. I don't think. Uh, have you talked about it yet? I have not talked about it yet. It's actually being announced on the twenty third. Okay, so if this yeah. drops before Friday the twenty third, you're getting the scoop. Yeah, that was. I mean. That was one of the coolest projects I've I've worked on in a long time. Like when Brad hit me up, I was 
I was surprised until I heard the demos and I was like, oh, that's why he's hitting me up because I drum just like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was super fun. And I, I fucking love Brad. I think for me, The Connections, one of the best bands in the last 10 or 15 years. Like, I mean, I love everything they've done. And now that uh, Brad and Jeff have gone solo, I guess, sort of, I don't think I'll get a Connection record anytime soon. But no. Yeah, him asking Maybe. me to play, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, dude, I remember it was about a, I don't know, it was a good year ago now. I remember yeah. you messaged me one day and you said you were, uh, I think you, you were at the studio and you said you were recording the the greatest Ramones core record ever. Something yeah. like that. And it, I'm like, it, holy shit, I gotta I mean, hear this. It's, I mean, it's first album Ramones. Like, even the, the slow songs, too. Like, he just nailed it. He did, and I, I my quote was, and I don't know if you remember, and maybe I didn't tell you, but I think I think I did. I said this is like the sixth best Ramones record. <laughs> that sounds about right, <laughs> dude. It sounds it, it it definitely captured the first Ramones album. Yeah, and, and I mean, uh, songs are unbelievable. Yeah, and it it definitely started organically. Like, you know, Brad hit me up, and he's like, "How you know, you know, take a couple weeks." I go, "I'm in the studio next week," because I'm in the studio like every other week. <laughs> I was like, give me a couple weeks just to make sure I know the tunes and then I'll knock them out. And I think I was done in a week. Wow. So, yeah, and then that's when I hit you up. I was like, dude, I was like, this has got you written all over it. Yeah, I did. I loved it. I I, I think you sent me a, I think you sent me like a little clip or something. Yeah, and I just probably overstepped my bounds. I don't even think I told Brad that, but I was, because I know he was going to shop the record and I was like, man, I don't know. I was like, I think <laughs> I think Nate would want this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just I heard that and I'm like, wow, I want to hear more. Of course, it got done. And he had sent it to me. You must have told him to send it to me, and he sent it to me right away, and I was in. Nice. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. I yeah, I love that. It, it was such a fun project to work on too. Yeah, and it's got a cool cover. It's got the the artwork is awesome. You know, just that leather jacket. Oh yeah, and then he called the record basement beat. I was like, yeah, that's totally clever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. so how did how did that come about? The basement beat. Oh, I was no, wondering that about that. That was all Brad. Yeah, I had no idea because all I did was drum. It was weird because usually I'm neck deep in every recording I do. And this <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. I just did the drums and I was like, well, I guess I'm done with this. And I didn't hear it again until it was done. So, But did he name it that after you got involved or was no, that beforehand? No, when he sent me the whole thing complete, it was called uh, Brad Marino Basement Beat. I was like, wow. I was like, you sure about that? <laughs> wow, that's nuts, man. Perfect. Meant to be. Yeah, I, I thought it was a cool album name, and I, I was glad. I know he was toying with the idea of calling it a band name, but I was glad he just did it under you know his moniker. That way, it can go with the rest of his stuff. It'll be. It probably... doesn't go with the rest of his stuff, though. <laughs> you uh, know what I mean? Yeah, but it's still in the, it's still him singing. I mean, he's got oh, a great yeah, yeah. voice, so he does. I was blown away, man, and I was. I'm totally honored to be involved with it. Hopefully, the vinyl makes it out on time. Yeah, know, we'll see. Vinyl delays. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's more than a delay on this one, but very cool, man. So great record, and I, I just can't believe how much shit you're involved with. Yeah, and it was that was never a plan, and now I'm starting to really scale everything back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been spending a fortune at Mind Rocket, so because I'm in there all the time. I, I mean, I'd rather create. Like, it was never a plan for the suck to play live, and that's taken a lot of work too. A lot of traveling because we're all over the place. All right. Well, let's let's kind of get into the suck playing. How did so? Mom's Basement Fest, of course. 
you're involved. How did this? Uh, I think John told me, but I forgot. How did it come to be that the the sucker playing? I mean, when uh, him and I were discussing doing it in Youngstown, even before he got out to check out the club, like, you know, I always bring it to the guys. Like, would you want to do it? And my thing was, if we're ever going to do it, I needed to be involved in the show. Just there's too many moving parts. Like, if we were just to jump on a show, we're not that kind of band. You want it to be an event. So yeah, yeah. I knew if I was going to do all this work, if the suck was ever going to play, this was going to be it. Plus, it's the record label we're on, too. Like, it had to be, you know, involved Special. with John, Mom, and yeah. Trisha if we were ever going to do it. And all, and all the guys said yes. And we're a, <laughs> we're a unanimous or we don't do it. So it's got to be all five guys. And even Johnny Problem, who I didn't think was ever going to come out of retirement, you know. And He's I'm in, on the huh? fence about it because I don't like playing live. But I figured if we're going to do it once, do it on John's Fest and then see how it goes. See, so this isn't necessarily the only suck gig ever. Yeah, it's going to be the only one for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you guys aren't getting any younger. No, not at all. And I, I think it, yeah. So if anybody ever wanted to see us, I know Young sounds a little out of the way for a lot of people, but... The same type of people that are flying to Reduno. Obviously, we're not Reduno, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's definitely John Mom's vision. I'm just doing the nuts and bolts. Like, you know, just making sure everything's set up, backline. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the fun stuff. And then, you know, I think he wants it to be bigger. And if it works at Westside Bowl and they're happy with everything... You know, and John's happy. Like you could, you could do a full weekend. You could do a Friday welcome show. You could do an all day Saturday and a half day Sunday. I mean, it could be done as long as you know people are okay to travel. Yeah, yeah. So, so how do you start doing something like this? Do you secure the club first before the ven- the venue before the date, or how does it work? Yeah, you just go straight to the venue, and I'm I'm cool with uh, Nate and Jamie who own the place, and they've been awesome for Youngstown. They're making it a destination. I mean, to where it used to be we'd get regional bands on like a Tuesday. They're getting national acts on weekends now. Cool, so cool. They're, they're doing everything right. Um, it's really the only game in town. There's a, there's a couple other venues, but, you know, they're sporadic with shows. I mean, there's shows every night at Westside Bowl. I mean... Hmm. And I'm sure the food and the bowling, and they've got a little record store in there. I'm sure all that's <laughs> helping move everything along. But they survived through the pandemic, which I'm sure everybody in this scene out here was worried about. But they do a killer job. They're awesome people. So You've obviously been there, but on a, on a normal night when there's... Is there people bowling while there's a like a metal show going on or something? Um, If they're bowling, God bless them, because that main room, the sound (laughs) is great, but it is so loud. Like, okay, I mean, if you can handle it, God bless you, you know. And then they have a separate live room downstairs called the trophy room. So, I mean, and that's loud, too. But, yeah, I mean, the lineup is set finally. We had a couple hiccups, which is going to Big hiccup, man. Zoonoids, dude. Zoonoids. That's a big hiccup. That was a bummer, and how it shook out and everything. I hope those boys are doing good, because I love that band. And, and I pushed to get them on the bill, too. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because I, I know John was... I mean, we were trying to keep it all to 
bands who have released something or are about to release records with John. So yeah, yeah. And the Zoonoids had to split with Proton Packs, and I just kept was like Zoonoids, Zoonoids, like. And then the boys couldn't do it. So, and luckily Horse Section was already, you know, announced, I believe. And then we got Ghost Party to fill Zoonoids gap. So, very cool. Yeah, gun to my head, and the horse section guys might not like this, but I've been listening to that Ghost Party demo tape uh, since they released it. I think it's killer. It's um, it's wonderful, dude. Yeah, Love. I'm I'm super glad they're on the bill. It's going to be fun seeing them. I never thought I'd get to see them because I know they're all over the place too. So who are you looking uh, who are you looking forward to seeing the most? Oh, my dudes in school damage. I mean, just aggressive, uh, ag- aggressive in all the right ways. Like good dudes too. Um, uh, I'm not as uh, familiar with the drummer. I know he's been in the band for a couple years now through the pandemic. But Brad and John, two dudes up front, are just great dudes. And the Jasons, of course. Like it's always, yeah, those guys are fun. Now I look down the list. I'm looking at the poster, and it's like 
it's a killer lineup, man. I mean, it's John's, you know, John's roster. Great bands, dude. Yeah. I guess not horror section so much, but. Yeah, I mean, they've, I think they did the what? Wedding Split? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his first yeah. release. So that I, I never thought we'd get horror section either. No, so. that's cool. I didn't know they played out of St. Louis, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a crazy drive. But I know they're doing the, <laughs> should plug the Fort Wayne show at the Brass Rail the night before. With the uh, Flamingo. Yeah, and uh, Covert Flops, and I believe it's Ghost Party. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a killer lineup, too. So, I mean, if you're coming from the West, hit that and then head on over to Old Youngstown the next day. I'm not, uh, I'm sort of related to uh, Mom's Basement. We did a split. Hey Pizza did, so I'm going to be sending you out a bunch of Hey Pizza records. You yep. can uh, put them at the merch table and... Uh, irritate john a little bit no john and i already <laughs> talked about it he was 100 percent down i mean yeah you're gonna be i'll have all whatever you send me at the rag picker table so cool yeah i hope it works out dude like i hope it's a smashing success so next year maybe it doesn't i don't need bigger next year just keep it going you know yeah i hope so i mean as long as the venue's happy with everything um yeah i, I think it could work see i think john Oh, I'm John's say already this. planning two, three years down the road I know. already. <laughs> I respect John. John's great, and I think he'll understand this, but he's just too dumb to quit, right? He's going to be doing this. He's not going to give up. No, he's, he's not going to want to give up. He's a dreamer, man, but I think it's cool. Like, in Subfest, it's like they suddenly became a, a burden and cost too much money, so they stopped doing it. I don't think John would do that. I think he'd just say, fuck it, let's have a party, you know? This is definitely costing some money. I mean... Plus, with the bands having to drive, I mean, our main concern yeah. is making sure the bands are taken care of. So, and we had a couple killer sponsors that, you know, helped us at least get the promotional stuff taken care of. And then, yeah, I mean, all the money's going to the bands. That was, cool. the, that was the plan from Jump. So, they got cheap booze in, oh, in Youngstown? Yeah. Dude, this is Ohio. Everything's cheap in Ohio. <laughs> you can get drunk for it? 20 bucks. Cool, cool. So, hey, man, I, I've been. I, Ever since I, I got you, I wanted to have you on. I wanted to do something fun. Fun game. Okay. And since the Suck are playing their first show, maybe people don't know the Suck. This might be the only time they ever see the Suck. This might be the only show. I got a little uh, <laughs> a little fun game for you. How well do you know your your band members? Okay. Your but, friends. for You've known these guys for 20, 30 years, right? Yeah, Craig and I have been hanging out since the Green Day Riverdale show at the Farm Show Arena in Harrisburg in 95. <laughs> so, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so 27 years you've known him. Yeah, I've known Alien about as long, too, because you know, his bands were always playing in the area. And, and same with uh, Cola. Um, he was in a band called Distaff way back in the day in Harrisburg. And then he all ended right. up moving all over the place. Johnny Problem was in... <laughs> Explosive Kate and Saturday Night Kids. They would play Harrisburg every now and then, too. Cool. Uh, yeah, I know those bands. Um, so I got this uh, Who is Most Likely quiz. Okay. And, the, dude, there's <laughs> there's uh, – I haven't looked through them, but there's a lot of them. Okay. And I don't think anyone will – none of these will get if – they're, if, if they're a little uh, scandalous, I'll skip them. Okay. I don't want anybody to get in trouble. I know you guys are all married. Yep. I think. Mm-hmm. All right. First up. Who is most likely to eat cat food? I'd say probably Cola, but he'd be drunk. And maybe because Cola would do it, then Craig would do it too. Because they're the good times guys. So I think alcohol is going to play a factor in every one of these questions. Yeah, just ask the Jasons about those two. <laughs> they just keep showing up at their shows. 
about 20 beers deep. Uh, who is most likely to burp in a crowd? I'm going to say Craig with that one, too. So Craig's going to kill this thing, isn't he? Yeah, because he, <laughs> he's, he's the president of the good times, guys. All right, who is most likely to use a matchmaking dating site? Matchmaking dating site. I don't think any of us. <laughs> who is most likely to fall from a tree? I don't know. It's yeah. It's I mean, if anybody's getting up in a tree, I don't think I don't think anybody other than me be able to climb up there. So I'm gonna say dunk. You're writing him in. I'm writing him in. Who's most likely to yawn at their own wedding? That's got to be uh, got to be alien. He's he's low impact. <laughs> uh, who's most likely to become a recluse? Oh me. <laughs> I kind of knew that one. Claims he's a recluse, but he posts too much online, so he acts like he's uh, not out and about, but he's out and about. He's very out and about, dude. I feel like I know that guy. I've never <laughs> met him. I know everything about him. You've been following the saga. <laughs> uh, who's most likely to forget and lock their keys in the car? Ah, uh, Craig. Who's most likely to go bankrupt? Oh, it's got to be Craig. He does too much. I was thinking it was you. You're recording too much. Ah, that's all I do, though. That's the only thing I spend <laughs> yeah. any money on. Yeah, that's. Uh, who's most likely to post? <laughs> who's most likely to post a selfie? Oh, Johnny Problem. <laughs> He's the king. He's out there. He's probably doing it right now. I bet he is. I bet if you go on Facebook right now, there's a new one. Oh yeah, there's probably five of them. Who's most likely to fall down the stairs? Oh, it's got to be uh, Craig and Brad <laughs> together at the same time. Who's most likely to break the world record in eating? Break the world record in eating. It doesn't say how I eat more than the rest of them, but I work out every day too, so I'm always trying to take calories in. <laughs> Who's most likely to have a one... Eh, we'll skip that one. Who's most likely to be a bad actor? Bad actor. That's got to be problem. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's acting pretty fun online so far. <laughs> <laughs> who's, Poor John's problem. <laughs> who's most likely to raise sheep? Oh, Alien, for sure. He's already got half a farm on his property. Is he a farmer? No, he's just got chickens and stuff. and I don't Like know. a hobby farm? Yeah, talking about a goat, I think. Unless I'm making that up. But. <laughs> hey, goat! Uh... Who's most likely to pee in public? Oh, Craig. Every time. On the side of his house, too. My kid goes pee out in the backyard quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, you know? if you're a dude, why not? You gotta go, you gotta go. Yep. Who's most likely to forget to put on their underwear? Forget to put on their underwear. I'm not even sure. I don't even know if half of them are wearing underwear. That's <laughs> hard to say. <laughs> uh, who's most likely to have a gender change? Gender change. Uh, ah, none of them. <laughs> who's most likely to have? Uh, who's most likely? <laughs> who's uh -oh. most likely to make babies cry? Make babies cry. Probably me. Probably you. Yeah, I, I just look a little, a little off. I could see a kid, maybe, maybe in the right light, could scare the fuck out of some kids. That's <laughs> 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 definitely not my intention, but I'm sure it would probably. Be yeah, me. yeah. Who's most likely to fart in public? 
I'm going to have to say Craig again on that one. I bet it's all of you. You think? Nah, not me. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> Who's most likely to become filthy rich? Oh, none of us. <laughs> we play the wrong kind of music and we're all into yeah, dumb yeah. shit. Uh, who's most uh, Who's most likely to <laughs> Jesus Christ? Who's most likely to be a social media influencer? Oh me. <laughs> I and think probably you all not, for all, not for any of the right reasons. Who's most likely to attend a Justin Bieber concert? <sighs> trying it's to dunk. think. It's got to be Dunk. Yeah, Lainey's about that age, but she's into Green Day, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he lucked out. I thought I just saw a post from him. He went to a show. I'm trying to With think his of, kid. Oh, they took, uh, I think they went to FDR was the last one they went to. FDR, Dunk, what's that? Yeah, the skate park in Philly. But I, but he took uh, his two kids to see Green Day last year, and they loved it. So and I think that was Lainey's first real concert, too. And, I, you know, so. How old is she? Uh, I want to say she's 10 or 11. Cool. Yeah, so, and that's Craig's favorite band, so she, she's definitely going to be going to a few Green Day shows the next time they're around because Craig yeah, was yeah. all of them. What was your What was your first concert, Bo? Uh, Joan Jett at five. Damn. And then I saw the Beach Boys the next summer when I was six. Holy shit! Yeah, my parents are ultra left wing hippie liberals, so they were kind of like just, "Hey, figure it out, dude." So then I ended up punk rock, <laughs> and my brother's a metalhead. So we cool, went the cool. other way. My first was Great White Tesla. Oh, hell yeah. I think I was 13, 12 or 13. Nice. It's a good first show. You're like, I remember nah. who. <laughs> Bullet, Bo- Bullet Boys might have been there too. I don't remember. Wow. Yeah. Who's most likely to become a clown? A clown? I don't know. I, I'll, probably, I'll, I'll say Cola just because he's a front man. Um, who's most likely to attend a reality show? I don't even know what that means. Attend one or be on one? I don't know. Craig was on TRL back in the 90s. Really? Yeah, when Green Day was a guest, but they didn't perform. And then <laughs> uh, they went, because uh, I watched it live. It was the only time I've ever saw uh, And he TRL. was on there. Yeah, and then uh, they were like, and coming up next, the Backstreet Boys. Camera cuts to Craig going, yay. And he's got a Screeching Weasel t-shirt on. <laughs> No shit. Who was yeah. the host? Was it uh Oh, it was Carson. Uh, Carson Daly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Craig said it was the weirdest fucking experience. And like I, like I said, I watched it live because he's like, we're going to be on. They stood in line for hours. Cool. I think they thought Green Day was going to perform. I think it was when uh I think it was when uh, Nimrod came out or maybe uh, maybe Warning. It was one of the two and they were the guests. So they all drove up to New York, stood in line. Yeah, but he had That's a Screeching Weasel uh, t-shirt on. Isn't Carson Daly a, a Weasel fan? I don't know. I don't think Carson talked to Craig. I think Craig was they... uh, drinking Rolling Rock Pony <laughs> bottles in line before they got in there. Certainly wasn't 21. Weasel was on his show just before the, the punch. Oh, yeah. The, I forgot they did Carson Daly, that late night yeah. show. Yeah, Fat Mike putting Weasel out into the world. Ben didn't get happy about it. Next thing you know, he's canceled. <laughs> so, <laughs> whoops. Uh, who's most likely to spoil their kids? Um, got to be Craig. Taking him to Green Day, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I think the rest of us, uh, only Craig and Alien have kids, so. Who's most likely to kill somebody accidentally? Accidentally? Uh, probably <laughs> Craig and Brad when they're doing God knows what they're doing, going to see the Jasons and yelling at the sound guys or whatever. <laughs> they're yelling at the sound guys? Apparently that's a thing. I was talking to V and he was trying to explain <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, I, I think it was more Cola, but Craig was right next to him, so. I got to hang out with those guys. Oh, they're, yeah, they're, the toughest part of the suck playing live is going to be keeping everybody in check. Like, I think they think, <laughs> I think when people see us online, we're posting about beer and stuff, they, I think they act like we're joking. Like, we're not. I mean, Problem and I have been taking it easy, and I think Alien for the most part, you know, the last couple of years, but yeah, not those two. Someone's got to keep it real. <laughs> yeah, someone's got to run the fantasy beer league. <laughs> Who's the most likely to be de- to get detained for fighting a police officer? Oh, me. That's you? Have you done that? Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think I ever met anybody that fought a cop. Yeah, it was a misunderstanding. I ended up getting cut loose. It was all good. Actually, I have a friend that... Eh, maybe the cops weren't involved. I'm not sure. Bouncers were involved. I know that. Yeah, it was bouncers for me and then cops outside. No. Yeah. Um, who's most likely to be a sucker for action movies? Action movies. I don't think any of us. <laughs> yeah. Me neither, dude. I'm a comedy guy. Yeah. 80s comedies. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm skipping through some of these. Yeah, I was going to say, you're kind of, you're snickering a little bit at your list. Who's most likely to skip work to, to go to a party? Craig, for sure. <laughs> uh, I guess the last one, man. Who's most likely to get scared of ghosts? Get scared of ghosts. It's got to be problem. Yeah? Yeah. He's a scaredy cat? Uh, dude, that'd be me. I mean, if I'm in this race, it's me. It's you? I, Dude, I watch a scary movie or something, and I'm the guy. I, I can't. I love him, but for the rest of the night, I'm on edge. I'm looking over my shoulder, every fucking noise. I get a little panicky, you know? Yeah, list of the suck. I don't know how well that'll play. We'll see. (laughs) Kind of fun, dude. Yeah, it was cool. (laughs) I thought it would be more entertaining than that, but... uh, Oh, well. You spruce it up. Throw a couple 80s movies lines in between. So are you guys going to... Is this thing going to be streamed? John said it's going to be recorded. Yeah, John went deep out of his pockets. Um got a guy to uh record each set for each band um good audio to tie it in with the video and i assume if all goes well it should come out fairly quickly after the show i think is the initial plan but you know how video video editing goes i mean yeah yeah you know and hopefully because i know they did it uh last year but the streaming thing I listened to the episode when you were talking to Andre and Franz, and it's like, they must be getting a serious deal because that type of stuff to do streaming in the States is astronomical. I mean, Mm. because I looked into it, and I mean, even a guy that's doing it cheap was just, we just don't have the money for it. We're, maybe if this works, we can get, you know, at least one big sponsor to cover that nut, but who knows? I mean, that's... That's a tall order. I mean, I guess you could just put a phone up, but it's going to sound like shit. It's going to sound like shit, yeah. Yeah. That's Hopefully a- somebody does, though. 
Oh, I'm you know? sure John will probably do a, you know, he always does, you know, a couple songs every time he's at a show. And I know he's got somebody running his merch table so he can walk around to schmooze. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, so. I'm actually, I'm looking at the lineup and I know people in like every band. <laughs> so just got to figure out, you know, go, go yeah, record sure a couple songs from. Go uh, live to Instagram or Facebook. So I'm excited, dude. October 1st, Saturday. Yeah, I, you know, we're starting to get in the home stretch. Like, I mean, we've done everything we can from the show perspective. I mean, it's as ready as it's going to be. Just hope everything goes off without a hitch. I'm kind of looking at it as more like a showcase for his label. So, yeah, yeah. You know, hard 30 minute set for each band. I mean, I don't, I don't want to see anybody longer than 30 minutes. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I know some of these bands like to. I mean, they like to cram as many songs as they can get in. But I mean, yeah, yeah. you hit them hard for 30 minutes, you know, and then the headliner can do whatever they want. So, and I think that's, I mean, that's the way we, that's the agreement we made with the venue too. So just to try to keep it in, I mean, cause it's, I think the doors are at four, Kelsey Bad Grammar's opening it up at 4.30 and then it's going till about 12.30 cause West Side Bowl closes at one. So it's going to be tight. You got catering? Is there food there and shit or yeah, what? Yeah, they have a full menu. Uh, West Side Bowl pizza is fantastic. They got pizza there, huh? That's cool. Yeah. They got cheese curds. No, they don't. I know you no. were asking. <laughs> yeah, we're... it drives me nuts, dude. I, I actually talked to somebody here, and they just can't believe that cheese. You know, everywhere you go here, there's cheese curds. I so it's was just, listening it's like to fries, a podcast. You know? You're the only person I've ever heard talk about cheese curds, and then I was listening to another podcast, and sure enough, they're from Wisconsin, and we're talking cheese curds. I was like, okay, it's a thing. And you brought up that oh, Youngstown's the Midwest. It's the armpit of the Midwest at best. <laughs> Like, we're like on the edge. We're not cool enough for the East Coast. And, you know, nobody wants to put a smack dab in and around the Chicago area. So we're just kind of out here on our own. Yeah, I I don't think uh, the people that I know that are from Youngstown, which is surprisingly quite a few people, they'll say the same thing. Yeah, armpit of the Midwest, you know, armpit of Ohio. It's rough. I mean, I mean, think of the there's a few really good bands that have come out of this town for pop punk but there's never been like a really strong punk scene which Hmm. is kind of a bummer it's a lot of you know my dad hates me my uncle touched me music you know aggro for the sake of being (laughs) aggro yeah yeah you know know, a lot of dirty guys with beards but hey do your thing dude i was talking to ox about the whole uh the whole apers tree you know the bands that are connected to the apers and shit and it's unbelievable Youngstown's a little bit of a, a, a mini version of that. Yeah, you know, the, you think of the the Rotterdam really area has definitely got a longer history for sure. But yeah, I yeah, mean, but I mean, but that's Rotterdam. That's a uh, you know half a million people live there. This is Youngstown, tiny yeah. Youngstown. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, you could tie everything back to Jay. I mean, that's the guy. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, Jay's Johnny Three, Spastic Hearts, and Jagger Holly. From there. I mean, you, you, you spawn off to, you know, of course, I mean, you could fucking go sweatpants party and apers if yeah. you want, but uh, Rad, of course, Hollywood yeah. Blondes, fucking who else? Who else is from Youngstown? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. And whatever, you know, everybody is doing now from all those bands. Yeah. Lebowski's fucking, I mean, that's it kind of just keeps going. It branches off quite a bit. Ton of cool bands, man. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And the sad part is that none of those shows were very well received <laughs> in their time. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still go back to that first Spastic Hearts record. I think, I mean, 
I know everybody wants did. everybody to listen to their new shit, but I, I love that record. Both Spastic Hearts records, dude. Yeah, they're, they're I, gold I think a lot me. of people like the second one more, and I, I, I just, I don't know. I just can't get behind it. <laughs> so I love them both, man. To me, they're the same, you know? Yeah. Oh, they're a little bit different, I guess. Yeah, Jay's, he's a hit maker, man. Yeah, he definitely has this genre sound, I mean, down cold. Maybe Jay will come back and play uh, Mom's Basement Fest next year. Yeah, I, I you know, if, when John Mom opens everything up, but Jagger put a record out of Mom's Basement, that'd be cool. The best... Mm, one of the best records on Mom's Basement. Probably one of my, probably my favorite. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I kind of figured you'd say that one. John Mom kind of stuck to way more of the heavy duty like Ramones core stuff early on, and he's definitely branching out a little bit now. He's definitely getting a little more poppy. Yeah, he he bounces around a little bit, but yeah. he's busy, dude. He's he's so ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> he's got so much stuff out there right now. Yeah, it's it's wild. He's got to slow down. Yeah, I don't know how he keeps up with it. <laughs> Well, hopefully he does, because he's got a killer label. Yeah, he's um, definitely going for it, that's for sure. He's putting his money where his mouth is. I think he has, uh, he's he's earning his, his name. You know that uh, I love, of course, we talk about uh, Lookout Records, and then Mutant Pop, and It's Alive, and Stardom. These are fucking classic labels to me, and I think John is definitely uh, worthy of being mentioned. Oh, for sure. In these conversations, you know. He's only been around for like five or six years, but I he's know, done a, crazy. a lot. Can't believe it. Yeah, and he's still rolling. He's got so many in the queue just waiting on vinyl production. It's crazy. Hopefully shit picks up, man. But if it did, he'd have so much coming out at the same time, he'd just bury himself, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, imagine those post office runs. Yikes. It's Trisha's job. He's not worried about it. <laughs> Poor Trisha. I know. He told me that she did all that. I'm like, and he, she would write out before they got there. They got that fancy little uh, label maker now. Yeah, that's right. But like, that was like a year ago. So before that, she was handwriting every box. Yeah, I still like handwriting stuff. I've been kind of, I put the rag picker on hold a little bit just because of garment costs. And I'm sure you guys are feeling it with vinyl costs going up too. It's getting a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's getting crazy. Yeah, I was gonna ask you what's up with yeah. I've with got a, I've got a couple in the queue. I'm just I'm just playing the waiting game. This fest took up most of the time too, so I I knew it was gonna be a lot of promo for that. So that's still, you know. But it the web store's a way to get my stuff out there too. So a little bit of a selfish interest at this point. You run shit so good, like your boxes when they show up. I ordered a T-shirt, you know, yeah. and you get fucking like. 20 buttons, 80 stickers, a poster. You get all kinds of stuff. You get a koozie, guaranteed. Yep, all that it's costs money. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome, but I, I'm I'm like that too, but I always run out of shit, dude. I don't have that much stuff. I'm always running out and, you know. Yeah, the rag picker merch table is going to be, it's going to be something. going to be a sight <laughs> to behold. I want a picture of that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, your stuff's going to be up there too. I actually get the... You know, the pricing guide and all that stuff printed uh, tomorrow. So, going to be interesting. Because I haven't merch table in a while. I haven't played live since 2018. <laughs> so. Wow. Yeah. What about everybody else? I forgot to ask you. All the other guys in the in the suck. After you, who's the closest to, uh -oh. what do you say, Brad? It's been like 20 years since oh, you played God, live? maybe 25. Uh, what about Problem? Problem. It's probably been a minute. I mean, maybe I want to say Saturday Night Kids might have been one of the last times he played, and that was 
late 90s probably uh, early 2000s ish um alien will play every now and then but it's been a while for him too so i think it's been a long time for everybody dunk's been dunk does the uh dunk's done some stuff yeah they the... do like that tribute thing every now and then yeah 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 they'll pick a record and play it or pick a band and play covers or something but yeah it's been a minute he should play more dude uh, I mean, well, you guys all should, but I, I definitely was worried leading up to it because I mean, for even though I'm not playing live, I'm super active playing. So, I mean, my chops are still up, but so they practiced three times without me. And I told him, I go, you better be ready when I walk in because I'm already ready. And that was months ago. So we practiced for the first time, <laughs> like maybe three weeks ago. And I always forget how aggressive we are. Like. I, which is kind of a bummer because I don't think the records do it justice. So we need to figure that out. I mean, because everything's faster. I mean, we're doing 12 songs and I think it clocked in at like 26 minutes. So, I mean, we're moving. Cool. But it sounded good. So we've got two more like full day practices and we'll be ready to roll. That's cool. That's cool. Well, that's awesome. They're practicing without you, man. <laughs> what do they do? A drum machine or what? Oh, I don't know what they were doing. I think one time they used acoustic guitars because they're morons and they said it went terrible. <laughs> I don't ask. That's why I was like, make sure you guys know the tunes. Because, I mean, think about it. Like, we're the original internet band. Like, we play the songs, record them. We don't think about it again. <laughs> so... I don't want an acoustic suck show. That's for oh, sure. Good. Don't don't. I don't know why they did that. They didn't want to plug in. I, I don't know. But that's what they were doing. Yeah, you know, the mom's basement Christmas uh, party, you know, during the pandemic, so a lot of acoustic stuff, but I don't I don't want to see the suck play acoustic just the same as I don't oh, want to see Jake from Flamingo wanna... Nosebleed play acoustic. If I'm going to see hear Jake sing and play, it's got to be full band, yeah, full throttle with that guy, you know? It was tough during the pandemic. I don't know. I, I know John's taking submissions for that already, so yeah. I'm sure people are doing something up. But yeah, the acoustic thing is weird. I'll do acoustic. It's cool with some bands, you know. Yeah, it's got to be the right. It's got to be the right thing. You say that, but then there, there's some bad secret stuff that you could probably do full acoustic, man. Yeah, John asked about bad. All the guys in Bad Secret will be there, but for us to do that band live, we need six guys on stage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, because uh, Johnny Stanick is uh, that's my dude. Um, I played in bands with him forever. He plays bass, and he's got a new record coming out on september 16th i mean he's i mean if you're into americana stuff he's incredible and then metal don's gonna be out and he'll be drunk and partying with the good times guys so <laughs> but yeah to do that band i'd need to get a drummer i'd need to get a keyboard player a second guitar player and then somebody to play acoustic a lot going on there yeah i mean it's it's doable but who knows Maybe someday. Yeah, You're not definitely ruling it out completely. not. When I, I don't like doing double duty, and to bring that up, Billy Putz, I think, is playing for like four hours on this. <laughs> Talk about it. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. God, yeah, why, think, why? Why would you do that to yourself, I don't man? know, and I didn't even think about it when John and I were going back and forth with the lineup. I think he's doing it bang, bang, bang. I think he's got all three of his sets, and I was like, we can move it around, and everybody was like, in those bands, we're like, ah, he'll be fine. I'm like, yikes. He's going to be just standing up there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's worth the drive for him, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, you go and play a half-hour set and just party the whole night. That's cool, but might as well play, you know? Yeah, it'll definitely help with the changeover. <laughs> Try to keep the time down as tight as possible. But, yeah, God bless him. I mean, that's a haul. 
I didn't even realize that Billy was playing in all those bands. I mean, I, I know he plays in all those <laughs> bands, but that it was yeah. lined up like that. I was like, holy shit. Like, because, I mean, I could probably drum three sets, but, I mean, I'd be a dead man afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially playing as fast as most of the bands that I play in, in this genre do. I mean, it's moving. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think the lineup's pretty good. And I think we're gonna John will announce it probably a little closer to the show. I mean, selfishly, I just wanted to push it back a little bit just so everybody's like, "Well, I'm not gonna show up till later." It's like, no, nah, just it's not that long. Show starts. At Jasons four. are playing first, though. So. <laughs> the Jasons, could you? They wouldn't be able to show up on time. Those guys are late to everything. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get I gotta get V back on the show soon. Oh, he's the best. I've been meaning to, dude. He's one of the best guys out there. I know, and uh, he gives everybody shout-outs, which is cool. So he, he's always doing something, and I can't wait to hear what they've got cooking because I know they're in the process of writing a new record. And since they got uh, Jason Hell in the band and the new Jason Hollywood, and I should say the new Jason Hell, too, I mean, they're tight. So he's, he's got a couple players with him, so I'm excited to see what those guys come up with. Tonight I saw a post from uh, 3D. Dude's been uh, working out and shit. Yeah, you I see know. That? He looks great. He looks like a lady killer, dude. Yeah, he's getting there. I saw a video of uh, Jason V and Pat Termite trying to uh, encourage a Teen Idols reunion. Oh, really? I missed that. And, when did they do that? Is that today? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was posted. Phil sent it to me. But um, V was saying that he'll, he'll put his hair up in pigtails and play bass. And Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Heather's a pretty so, tall girl, but V's really tall. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, that ain't going to happen, but that would be killer. Yeah, that's a tough one, too. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times I saw them when they, I mean, they toured nonstop. And, they did. Yep, opening up for everybody. God, I think I saw them on a one-man army show, and then they were less than Jake, and it, it was crazy. And we went to see the Teen Idols. I mean... I think yeah. the only time we stayed for some of the headliners was when they were, did that MTX run. The Teen Idols blew everybody off the stage. The first time I saw Teen Idols was uh, 95, summer in 95, uh, 7th Street entry in Minneapolis, The Queers, Teen Idols, Boris the Sprinkler, and Dance Hall Crashers. Crazy. Yeah, we, <laughs> we kind of stalked them in the Lillingtons our senior year in high school. I think we went to five shows in six days. Yeah, it was Lillington's Teen Idols. I mean, two of yeah, the yeah. coolest bands in this uh, genre of all time. For yeah, I mean, for pop punk live, it, I don't think it gets any better. Especially you know when Keith was still in the band. I mean, that dude can flat out sing. Yes. The other dude was cool. I think I saw him on. I think they did. What was it? Nothing to prove. They did a little run. Yeah. They yeah. opened up for the Queers. I think. I mean, he was good. It just. I mean, after hearing Keith for so many years, it was tough. I think, yeah, Keith and Heather, when they weren't in the band, it's yeah, it's just a little different, you know, yeah. different dynamic. It was still good. That record's really good. I, I, that record is good, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think a, a reunion will ever happen, but nah. that would be cool. But I don't know if I want it, you know. I want Teen Idols yeah, back I'm, in 99. That's what I want, you know. I'm pretty big on, you know, let's sleep and dogs lie, you know. Coming from the guy who yeah. just covered a Riverdale's record, but, you know, <laughs> that wasn't my band. So I just had fun recording the drums, and I got roped into doing all the backing vocals. So, Like I said in the beginning, you've been a busy guy. Any uh, any signs of uh, slowing down a little bit? Um, A little bit. Uh, we'll see. I mean, 
the the new project I've been doing, Dresden the Mark. I mean, I can go. My yeah, I forgot page. about that too, man. Yeah, because I I do everything. I've been talking about doing a new wave record for probably 20 years, and I finally was just like, fuck it, I got to learn how to play the piano. And it took a little bit, but <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> you got a lot going on, man. I can't. It's kind of like uh, I always wonder how like Marine Nicotine does it. How do you write a windowsill record, a Giant Eagles record, and a Chevy's record? Kind of all at the same time, but yeah, you're doing but, that. I mean, if even if you're pulling hairs with that, he, those three bands each have a different sound. So I, I'm sure it's probably fun for him to sit down and, you know, do something in a slightly different vein. I know it's still kind of all under a pop punk, you know, umbrella, but there's those bands each have a sound. So I think... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that gives him a little bit of a different outlet, too. And I mean... The bands I'm in, each band is astronomically different. So, you know, it just depends. And a lot of the stuff I'm just doing for fun. Like, I got the drum on the Brad Marino thing. That was a bucket list thing. You know, getting to play on one of his records was pretty cool. And then yeah, yeah. getting Brody to play in the Greendales with me and Alien. I mean, that was pretty wild, too. Uh, you couldn't have picked a better Ben Weasel. Oh, dude, he sounds so good. And the guitar <laughs> work he does on that. I mean, it's subtle, but it, it fits. So how did that work when you were recording that? He's obviously recording in Italy. Yeah, that was... Is he sending you guys tracks? and Yeah, that was a weird one. The demo process was a while because we just wanted to make sure we were going to do it justice. I mean, like I said, we we're, we're going to get crucified either way, but at least when we were done with the mixing process, we were like, yeah, I mean, that's the record. So... <laughs> What's the back look like? Um... They uh, did it pretty much like the original vinyl. I think the we went with a lighter blue than the original. I think it was okay. just a black and white back. And then I think because uh, Alien designed it and then uh, uh, Daniela from Hiding cleaned everything up for us because we don't know what we're doing. But I think they put the 15 <laughs> instead of the 27 on the back because it's on Mom's Basement. Ah, Okay. Yeah, I mean, Bad Secret's got some stuff coming up. We're just at the we're at the mercy of uh, vinyl production, which is fine. We just finished the debut full length. Dude, Bad Secret rules. Yeah, it's pretty epic. I mean, I went for it. Yeah, I can confirm that. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how people feel about that band either. I, I think they think I'm just on an island by myself, which I kind of am, so it's all good. Dude, I love it. That album is, I'm, I'm going to edit this out but that album <laughs> is really good. Yeah, bad secret, dude. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> yeah, I got, uh, yeah, lots to look forward to with you, dude. I feel like uh going to have a lot of great music coming out of you for years to come, hopefully. Good deal. Well, I wish I was going to make it to Mom's Basement Fest. Yep, you'll definitely next be year. missed for sure, but like I said, I'm going to have a nice big stack of your records on my table, so. <laughs> hopefully you can sell them, dude. Yeah, I think we will. <laughs> Cool, cool. Yeah, I, I, hopefully everything will show up and I can get it to you, but uh, you'll be getting it in the next, uh, you know, next week, probably. Cool. Yeah, just send out, whatever so. you think. I mean, we'll try to get rid of it. If we can, I'll hit you up. Yeah, hopefully you can. All right, dude, but I'll let you go. Cool. Thanks for having me on and talking about the fest. I think John Mom will be pleased. Ah, dude, no brainer on my part, man. Always happy to give support when I can, you know? Yeah, I'm glad you do. You're awesome. We appreciate it. All right, dude. Well, hey, we fucked up and we forgot to play the Johnny Tarion song. Of course, you know, did exactly what I didn't want to do and then uh, bury the song at the end of the episode. But let, but let's do it, I guess, right? Is that cool? Yep, for sure. 
All right, we'll close the show with a song called Prisoner from the Record. Go to uh, fasterandlouder.bandcamp.com and uh, pick up a copy, listen to it, whatever you got to do. Maybe I'll try to get one of these uh, Johnny Terrian guys on the show pretty soon. Maybe even next week. Who knows? Until then, stay safe, stay cool. Bo, have a good night. Good luck with everything at Mom's Basement Fest. Hope you have a blast. We'll talk soon, dude. Take it easy. All right, later.